Well, hey, Woodside family, and to all of our friends who are joining us today, I want to say welcome to another exciting edition of The Link. It's here where we live at the intersection of faith and culture, and we try to apply our values from the Word of God to the way that we live in the world. I'm pretty fired up today because we get a chance to talk about a pretty important segment of our community and our church family. You know Woodside, we believe we are family, and a big part of that family are our small business owners. This has been a uniquely challenging time for those who are owners of small businesses or entrepreneurs or even C-level executives trying to navigate uh, through the business culture of an economy that's pretty much come to a halt. So how do you navigate that? How does the church partner with the business community to serve uh, those that are in need in our broader community? Well, we're gonna talk about that with some leaders that are pretty inspiring by the way that they're serving their community on Christ's behalf in a tough time. First joining me today is Blake Denard. Blake attends our Troy campus, but he's also the owner operator of Chick-fil-A in Somerset Mall in Troy. Next joining me is Holly Root. Holly is a social media and marketing manager for Wahlburgers, and she helped us recently do an outreach to Beaumont Royal Oak employees right there at uh, Beaumont Hospital in Royal Oak, and so fired up to have her. And then thirdly, uh, joining me is Pastor Billy Creech, who is the campus pastor of our Romeo campus. I want you to enjoy this interview. Guys, thanks for joining me. I know it's been a tough time. I know it's a busy time for you guys. But when I think about each of you, you inspire me tremendously uh, to remind me that even though the church doors may be closed, the mission never stops. Blake, if you don't mind, I'd love to start with you. And let's go back to March 18th. That was a pretty ominous day. Uh, the location where your store is at, where your Chick-fil-A is at, is uh, Somerset Mall. Uh, that day the mall, in essence, closed. I mean, you, you talk about 180 retail stores, uh, four big box uh, stores there. Uh, what was that like? And I guess more importantly, why did you decide, instead of just lamenting the moment, that you were going to use this as a time to serve your community? Yeah, it was a pretty crazy time. Um, just given everything, I knew that it was kind of in inevitable. But when it happened, um, there was still that shock in it. And the team and I had been preparing a little bit for it, but um, we still, um, it came pretty fast. And so we still had some food to cook. And, um, you know, instead of throwing it away, I said, I think we can do good with this. And um, I was able to employ the, the team as well and keep them staffed. And so I said, hey, let's, let's keep everybody making a little bit more money, getting a paycheck, and let's see what we can do with this food to give it away in the community. Um, and that's when just through some relationship with the Dream Center, um, we were able to reach out to them and find some people in need. Um, you know, I think that uh, my calling is to cook good chicken and to provide great customer service. And yeah. if I can use other people's calling to help build that network and I can get that good chicken to somebody else, then that's what I want to do. Yeah, I love that. And you guys do a great job at that. Well, the partnership uh, was amazing. You worked with our Pontiac campus, our dream centers there. Uh, big shout out to Ellie Shupra, to Ryan Russell. So grateful for that team. But by the time it was all said and done, I think Blake, 
we gave out sandwiches to 2,200 people. Were you shocked by that? How did that feel? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I actually went over on uh, Wednesday with um, Ellie and just kind of saw the communities were there passing out these sandwiches. Um, and Ellie actually called me later that night and said, hey, I just want you to know, um, we had some more sandwiches that we continue to pass out and um, it was at a homeless shelter. And there were some men lined up waiting to get inside, not really knowing if they're gonna have a warm bed. Um, it was snowing that night a little bit, raining a little bit, just some really cold, nasty weather. And she said they were so excited just to have a warm chicken sandwich. Wow. Um, and so that, that made it all worth it right there. Well, let's move from chicken to beef for just a little bit. Holly, you know, when we talk about the power of a sandwich, man, this week has been amazing. We got a chance to partner with Wahlburgers uh, for the first time formally. Uh, but we were able to bless over 700 people at Beaumont Royal Oak Hospital uh, with uh, free meals. And I've been flooded with uh, emails and thank yous uh, from folks in the Beaumont network, and I'm so grateful for them. Uh, but what is it about the mission of Wahlburgers and your own personal faith that causes you to say that even in times of crises like this, that it's an opportunity to serve others? Well, Wahlburgers' whole philosophy is serving the community. Um, the Wahlberg family themselves, they come from um, not a great deal of money. They've had people give to them in their past history. So uh, Mark Wahlberg actually is our um, owner. He, he partners with um, my direct boss, Nino Cotrero here. And that's just his whole philosophy is to give back. He is a man of faith. Um, as is the owner, and they both just give back very generously. For me, it's just been my prayer for, for years that the Lord would put me into a place in my life where I could contribute and help Woodside in any way. So I feel very blessed that he allowed me to be the bridge between Woodside and uh, Wahlburgers to be able to feed that Beaumont staff. They are so in need and they can't come in and out of the hospital like you would expect during a normal normal time in our lives. So they're very limited to coming and going. They either have to bring food, which they often don't get time to eat, um, or they have to have food brought in. So we've really dedicated ourselves to feeding that community and making sure that our frontline and first responders are well taken care of and well fed. Well, I don't know if you realize this, but you guys were actually helping us to pilot a new program that we call Takeout Tuesdays, where our goal is to be able to help uh, heroes in this season, our medical professionals, our first responders, but we're doing it by uh, supporting small businesses as well. So it was awesome to be able to, uh, on the one hand, partner with, support our local Wahlburgers, uh, to work with you, Holly, as well as to bless those medical professionals in our area. And so we got more to come. I know Blake next week, uh, our plan is to help first responders. And I'm excited about that as well. We'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, but Pastor Billy, you know, you're doing a great job over at Romeo. And part of what I wanna hear you talk about is as a pastor during a pandemic, you know, I took a lot of seminary courses just like you. There's been no class that taught us about how to pastor in a pandemic. What are you saying to your people to keep them not only motivated, but 
creatively thinking about ways to spread the love of Christ. And, uh, and how are you guys doing it? I know recently you guys mobilized to bless the community as well. Yeah, Chris, that's a great question. Um, you know, you start seminary and you have professors come in, they talk about the, the greatest command. They ask Jesus, what's the greatest command? And he says, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. And all of a sudden, we're not allowed to meet, and you kind of take a breath as a pastor, and you think to yourself, well, how, how am I supposed to love my neighbor now? What, what does that look like? And uh, just the campus of Romeo has responded in a fantastic way. There's two things that jump out that they've done. First of all, the, the communication department was so quick in responding to have door hangers made just where we could put the phone number to the church so if people had any needs at all in the community, they knew who to reach out to. And there's one particular couple and they're going around the village of Romeo and they're putting door hangers and praying for their neighbor. Uh, well, one of the neighbors actually called uh, this older woman who lives in the apartments across the street from them. And um, so they went out and got her some groceries, no big deal, left the groceries at her doorstep. And she just said, I didn't know what I was going to do because I, read, I rode the city transportation to go to the grocery store and back and they shut down that transportation. I literally had no idea how I was gonna do this. And then she said, I have a friend who's struggling with cancer right here in the same apartment community. Would you just call and check on her? Would you pray for her so she knows she's not alone? Um, you hear stories like that all the time. And it all goes back to how do you just let your neighbor know that you love them? Just let them know that you're there. Another thing that we're doing as a campus is what we're calling the blessing boxes. You just have a couple of totes, right, sitting outside of the church, and we just ask people, if you have extra, just put your extra in there. And we strategically are keeping certain things loaded in that box. We have tons of volunteers going up multiple times a day to make sure that that box is stocked full of uh, peanut butter and beans and rice and fruit and diapers and uh, toilet paper. The toilet paper's in there, right? And so just this constant exchange and to see on social media how it's been shared over a hundred times so that the church can be mobilized. But Pastor Chris, I think it goes back to when they asked Jesus, what's the greatest command? Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. Yeah, you know, we are driven by certain values at Woodside and you guys embody those values. Uh, one is that we live to serve. Another is that we're a people of radical compassion. And all of this is driven by our passion to live and love God's word. And so I couldn't be more excited and fired up. Blake, when we talk about first responders, why is it that you were motivated to partner with us to help those first responders? I just think, you know, first responders often go unlooked. Um, they're the first ones there and usually the last ones to leave. And um, we've been blessed with our partnership with Somerset that we've been able to feed first responders for free. Um, since we opened here on the 20th, and um, the response has just been tremendous. Getting to talk to some of those people, um, doctors, nurses that have come through, and just personally hearing their stories, and, you know, a lot of them stop by on their way home, because uh, as Holly was mentioned, it's, it's difficult for them to eat while they're at work, but when they can swing through um, the drive through that we've managed to build, and they can pick up dinner for them or their family, or whoever they're going home to, um, I think it takes a lot off their plate and just one, one less thing they have to worry about right now when everything um, is, just, is just so crazy and we're trying to live in this new normal. Um, we're, we're all about caring for our people and anything we can do to care, um, we want to do. 
Yeah, Blake, I think that's wonderful. And all of this for us falls up under uh, the banner of Woodside Cares. And there are certain groups that we want to make sure we're caring for in this current pandemic and really well beyond. Uh, that includes caring for our community really well, caring for our small businesses really well, caring for our missionaries really well. I'm really excited that this week, uh, through our global partner in India, Mano Daniel, uh, we're helping over 17,000 families uh, this week to, uh, to feed them as well, uh, where there are food shortages in India. And again, uh, Woodside, this is because of the type of people God has called us to be and what scripture compels us to be as we follow Jesus. All right, Holly, I want to kind of flip the script. We've talked about uh, you guys uh, serving and the motivation you have in serving, and we'll come back to that for in just a moment. But it's also our desire to support small businesses in this season. Talk a little bit about uh, ways that we can do that and what it's like in this current environment for small business owners and for companies as they navigate through a difficult economic season. That's a great question, Pastor Chris. Um, it is a difficult season for small businesses. I think that um, one way that that we can all help out is particularly with restaurants or other small businesses, if they offer gift cards, go in and purchase some gift cards or order them online. Many um, businesses allow you to purchase them online. Some you can find even in your local grocery store. Purchase those gift cards, go back at a later date when the business is reopened and use those gift cards and frequent those businesses um, that you have not been able to frequent during this pandemic. Um, other ways are you can encourage your business owners. You can donate if you'd like. We are always open to donations. We've had several individuals reach out to us wanting to donate to give to whether it be first responders or other parts of the community. We do provide special days. Um, Woodside actually did this this past week um, with a donation to, to help the staff at Beaumont, help to feed those staff. Um, there is a lot of, there are a lot of staff across Beaumont that work three shifts. So it's not just the folks that are awake during our, our awake hours. It's those folks that, that are working overnight or people who are working 24 seven. So their workday is, and obviously Monday through Friday, eight to five, their workday is seven, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So, um, giving a donation like that to a small business does help us as well but at the end of the day it also helps those at the other end um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a donation to a hospital or first responders it can be to um, to feed a, a church that's doing something on the ground it can be to contribute to a food drive that maybe woodside is having it can be any number of things that you can do like that to support your local businesses you know, Holly, the way I like to think of it is that so often when we want to do work in a community, our small businesses in our community are who we turn to first, and they often partner with us to do good work. And so now this is an opportunity for us to help those same small businesses that often sponsor or partner or support us as we care for the community. And I love this opportunity to do so. Um, Blake, any thoughts that you want to share on what it's like? Uh, to be a small business owner and how uh, we can think about helping the business community. Yeah, no, I'll, I mean, I'll echo everything Holly said. You know, for me, um, one of the biggest things is just come out and support us. 
Um, and I don't say that for me. I say that for the team. Um, the number of them that have walked up and said, hey, thanks for keeping it open. Thanks for keeping us employed. Um, because their alternatives aren't as promising as what we're able to do here. Um, it also gives them a, a nice break in their day. Um, I think some people are going stir crazy at home a little bit. Um, but come out. When you come out, just give them some encouragement. Um, the weather has not been nice to us this year. And so they're out in the snow today. They've been out in the rain. Um, but they all do it um, without complaining. Um, they all do it and are appreciative of everyone coming out. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing for them right now, just knowing that they have a job and they have a place to, to call work. Yeah, I think the uh, misnomer, if you will, with uh, being a business owner or even a C-level executive in a corporation is to assume that uh, life is easy, that there are no problems. The fact of the matter is, is that we need to humanize uh, our business leaders in this season. And so if you know of a business owner, call them. Uh, they need prayer. They need encouragement, uh, just like uh, you and I. And Billy, in just a moment, I would love for you to pray, but I just want to give one more opportunity. Um, Holly first, and then you, Blake. Uh, really quickly, what would you say to business owners who may uh, want to serve, want to uh, get in the game of helping their community, just like you guys are? Holly, what would you say? I would say that there's no task too small. Um, again, I'll speak to, to the medical community. That's what we're doing. That's where we're at right now is there's no task too small. Um, a hamburger, a chicken sandwich, um, a thank you, a, a offering of masks, face masks, um, any number of things that you can do to support that community. They're really not asking for it, but they, um, Many of them are struggling emotionally, as I would think that many business owners are struggling um, emotionally, not not being able to be in their business, not seeing their business um, running smoothly. So even if you can't go out of your way to, and I don't mean it to sound that like, like that, if you don't have the opportunity to provide some physical goods, prayer, as you said, Pastor, um, calling someone, just telling them, we're really thinking about you. We'll be so glad when your business is open again so that we can come in and visit with you and have a meal, or we can come in and visit with you and patronize your store. Um, all those things go a long way with the business owners. It, they, really do, they really do to hear, you know, we really appreciate you being out there. We really appreciate you keeping your business open. We are so grateful for what you're doing in the community. That goes a long way as well. I love it. One of the emails that we received this week, Holly, uh, to your point uh, that I received said, uh, was from Timothy, who works over at the uh, Beaumont in Royal Oak. And he says this, Pastor Chris and uh, family at Woodside, thank you very much for the blessing of a meal at Wahlburgers. It helped to relieve us from some stress of meal preparation, shopping, etc. May the Lord bless you for, uh, for the grace you have demonstrated to us. And you know, you think about that, just relieving a little bit of stress from having to do meal prep and planning or shopping, it makes all the difference when you're trying to save lives. And so thanks, Holly, for partnering with us for our Takeout Tuesdays. All right, Blake, uh, let's motivate some business owners to get involved in serving their communities. What would you say? I'd just say stick to your calling. You know, I feel very called to Chick-fil-A. Um, Chick-fil-A has got a lot of resources that I can use. And then when I can use those resources to partner and, 
and use your relationships and networks similar to Woodside to then get out in the community, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity. Um, and that's really what I've tried to do here. Uh, we can cook a great chicken sandwich, but it takes other people to help us get it out to where it can go. Um, and so just like we're partnering with Woodside, um, that's what I'd encourage other business owners to do as well, is lean on their strengths and then find partners that they can surround themselves with that can help them serve the community. Pastor Billy, I think this is a great opportunity for us to pray. I know you share uh, my heart when I say all of our campus pastors are thinking about ways that we can be a blessing in the midst of this current crisis, but also know there's other pastors beyond Woodside that are watching us right now. Uh, before you pray for our business community, any encouragement you want to give to pastors on how to shepherd uh, their congregation to live out the Great Commission and to love our neighbors in a tough season? Well, absolutely. I think one of the keys is, um, Pastor Chris, not to do it alone. I, I think being a campus pastor at Woodside, that's one of the beauties is I never feel that I'm doing ministry alone. There's always those around me. Uh, so I, I would encourage maybe that pastor that's shepherding a congregation uh, and, and you're starting to feel a little bit of solitude, start to reach out to pastors around you, reach out to some of those uh, leaders at, at your church as well, and um, keep people encouraging you along the way. I think it makes all the difference. I would agree and say amen. Well, Pastor Billy, would you be willing to pray for Blake and Chick-fil-A, for Holly and Wahlburgers, and for the business community in this season? Of course. Father God, we thank you that you are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. Lord, you are our strong tower in the midst of the storm. I thank you so much for our entrepreneurs, for our business leaders. I thank you for Blake and Holly. Lord, I thank you for their heart of compassion. I thank you for their, their love for you and their love for people. Uh, not just the people of the community, but even the people within their own organizations. Lord, I pray that um, maybe for that business leader, maybe for that entrepreneur in the community who's watching this right now, that uh, today's just been an encouragement that they don't feel alone in the journey. Maybe there's been a little bit of a boost. Uh, Lord, I know not only because of the weight they feel of their own families, um, but Lord, the families within their organizations. So I, I do pray that you continue to give them wisdom and discernment. Lord, we pray for um, just a, a saturation of your blessing upon these businesses. Lord, show us how to better love you and to love others through this process. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Billy. Thanks, guys, for joining us. You know, we believe that business is a calling, and I want to encourage you to follow your calling in Christ and know that if you're a part of the business community, that Woodside cares. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you, and we can't uh, wait to partner together to touch the world on Christ's behalf. Thanks, guys, for joining us. So I'm super grateful for Blake Denard joining me, again, a member of our Troy campus, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A, for Holly Roop, a member of our Lake Orion campus, social media marketing manager for Wahlburgers, and for Pastor Billy Creech from Romeo joining me today. Let's continue to pray for our business community, and let's continue to show that Woodside cares. I want to say thanks to all of you who donated and supported our critical needs fund. This is a special fund we've set up through the Woodside Vision Foundation in order to meet the needs surrounding the coronavirus uh, response in our local communities where we have campuses, 
as well as supporting our missionaries around the world, just know that on the other side of your generosity, lives are being changed and uh, the gospel's being advanced. And so I'm so grateful for that. And thank you for your support of our foundation. I also want to encourage you to find out more about our Takeout Tuesdays. It's a great opportunity for you to order great food, support our local businesses, and another way that we can show that we are family. You can find out about all of this and so much more by visiting our website and check out the Woodside Care section of our website so that you can be a part of loving and serving our community. Well, Woodside and friends, it's been great being with you. Can't wait till the next edition of The Link.